That's interesting. You can find inspiration everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. It's insane. That's the thing. I think it's about like being present. <clears throat> you know, people who meditate. Yeah. It's about um, kind of like being in that moment and concentrating and listening. And exactly. Feeling and just... Be aware, right? Awareness, yeah. And I think as a creative person, it's... You know, that's always beneficial to kind of just yeah. sit inside yourself and observe. Yeah. Observe. Yeah. Nice. Welcome to Thrive on Creativity. Creativity is the cornerstone of remaking the world. It's our unique defined trait that lets us thrive within the 21st century. We are here to share with you a jazzy mix for creative fun people with backgrounds in various areas such as art, science, business, sports. Join me to discuss the meaning of creativity and flow. Creativity and flow are about dropping limitations and pushing off borders to see the amazing places our creative abilities might bring us to. We're glad you're here to join us on this creative journey. From the heart, we're deeply grateful for your creativity. Let's talk about being creative. Hi, my name's Hal Stevens. I'm a composer, piano player. I'm the in-house composer for DL Music, a production music library. Uh, you can check out my uh, credits and things that I do at halstevens.com. That's Hal Stevens with a PH. And uh, you can also check out my music on dl-music.com. Okay, um, yeah. Thank you so much, Hal. You know, I'm You're welcome. Yeah, I'm super stoked to talk to you about... Yeah, uh, here. Yeah, about your craft, about music, creativity. Um, yeah, I'd like to talk to you about your intrinsic motivation and... Um, Money. More? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> About your relationship with what you do, your passion, uh, or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, that's all what matters right now. And um, I'd like to um, give people like a, a chance out there to feel inspired, you know what you do. And yeah, let's um, let's jump right in. Okay. So okay, so what's the the story behind why you picked music, um, why piano composing, who inspired you to start making music in the first place? Well, obviously that's gonna start all the way back. You know, it, it's probably been said many times that uh, it's less about me picking music and music picking me, you know. Uh, both of my parents were musicians, not professional, but musicians and their parents were musicians, so it goes like, all the way back okay and uh, you know we always had instruments in the house there was always a piano thank goodness in the house so from the time I was you know I had to reach up you know there's a picture of me in diapers or whatever yeah. reaching up to press on oh, keys nice. you know that that far up uh, so it's always it was always there thank goodness okay and uh, you know um, Mother was always supportive, bought me instruments. She played different things, so there was trumpet and guitar and, you know, like I said, piano and stuff in the house, so it was always around. 
Why did you pick the piano instead of like trumpet, guitar? I know you can play the guitar, right? Yeah, but that's later on. Okay. You know, that's in my adulthood I picked up ah, guitar. Like, there you go. You know, not many years ago, actually. Okay. You know, in a, like a serious way. Yeah. Um, so piano was, yeah, all the way back. You know, that's a good question. I, I guess it just felt, it just felt right. Like, you know, I played the trumpet early, and I liked that. But it seems like the piano is more kind of uh, it kind of includes a lot more. Mm. You know, you can go from low to high. The, the whole spectrum of sound, yeah, uh, can be contained in that keyboard, yeah. as opposed to a lead instrument like a trumpet, where you know you've got a single line. You're not going to be playing in harmony with yourself. You know, so that had something to do with it, and I think it was just literally like. Mom said at age, you know, eight or whatever, we're going to do piano lessons. Okay. And just something sparked and it, it stuck. I like that. It's um, when it comes to piano and guitar, like what you just mentioned uh, regarding the trumpet, I think like um, if you can play the piano and the guitar, then it's like easy to write entire songs in a way. I don't know. I mean,. I played the saxophone when I was little, right, yeah. but I'm pretty sure there are, there are people out there who can like pull that off, you know, write a song on a trumpet, but you know what you just said, like the scale and like, yeah. you know? Well, if you think about it, I mean, yeah, I'm sure that there are people that can envision, you know, chords and melody or whatever by playing a single line, you know, on a, on a trumpet or a saxophone. Um, but the entire orchestra, for instance, Uh, is contained on the piano from low to high, you know. All of the all of the notes are there, you know. So you can write an orchestral score uh, from the piano and build it up that way, from the basses all the way up to you know, piccolo. I think y you said it already. Like when you were like in the in the diapers and reaching out, <laughs> you know, like yeah. like that's probably the moment when. You got hooked when you fell in love with the thing, in a way, or is there like a specific moment where you were like, yeah, okay? Yeah, you know what? It's interesting because when I was, you know, I was already playing from the time I was a kid, not seriously, but just playing and dabbling on the trumpet, on the piano, what have you. But it's interesting you ask that question because there was a movie that came out in like the early to mid '80s when I was a teenager um and uh I'm, i'm blanking on the name oh crossroads right okay yeah and it was the first time i'd ever really heard the blues hmm. and it was just like electrifying the sound and of course the main character ralph macho was playing on a guitar right yeah and my main instrument was piano but i had a friend who played guitar And he'd come over and he showed me the blues scale on guitar, but then I picked it out on the piano and it was like like this revelation of this completely new sound to this young kid growing up in Arizona, yeah. you know. Uh, and so at that moment, the when I heard the blues and I was able to kind of mimic that sound on the piano, that was like, that was okay. electrifying. <laughs> you know, it was like, wow, this I is bet. cool. You know? Nice. What's your first memory, like, 
listening to music when you when you heard it like consciously when you were like aware of it and also like maybe playing first moment you hit those keys yeah i mean uh it goes back so far uh with both parents being musicians you know it's all there um I remember one of the first songs that I knew was uh, Cats in the Cradle and the Silver Spoon, Little Boy Blue and the Man on the Moon, you know, Winnie coming home, Dad, I don't know when, but we'll get together then. <laughs> and that was like one of the first songs that like just stuck in my head. Oh, wow. Okay. And, you know, sense means quite a bit to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's got an emotional kind of through line in yeah. my life. Uh, and it's interesting because it occurred to me so young without really even kind of getting lyrics or whatever. It was yeah, like that yeah. song just dug in. Uh, and playing, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I remember doing like little recital as a kid and there was some little Scottish tune or something, you know, that a seven <laughs> or eight-year-old would, write, would uh, read and play. And I had a little recital and I played it. And I just love those tonalities, the way the harmonies sit yeah. together. It was very exciting. You know? Yeah, I can't. I can't play the piano. I, th um, I think it's really impressive, like how you use all your limbs. In a way, you know, like that's <laughs> right. I hear you. Yeah. Same, same as drummers. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Doing two different things at once, or yeah. three or four, or yeah, whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah, yeah. I know, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, in awe of drummers. Keep practicing, and you you'll get there eventually at some point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's definitely a challenge, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, like anything is to get good at it. Mm -hmm. You know, anything. Guitar, sure. trumpet, whatever, yeah. sax, drums. Yeah. Yeah. Be persistent. Yep. How, how is your relationship to music in general? How would you describe that? Or like, um, are there moments when, when you just can get lost in a way? Like getting lost in the moment while playing and just forget about Yeah, of course. Um, you know, oftentimes, I mean, there's so many wonderful tools now with YouTube, for mm -hmm. instance, um, where you can have a backing track provided to you in multiple styles, whether it's like blues I was talking about. Mm. or uh, I love jazz, and that's yeah. kind of a foundation of where I came from okay. a little bit later when I yeah. started really learning jazz and improvisation. And so it's very cool to be able to put up a backing track with your headphones on and just get on the keyboard and just go over and over and you can try different things. You know, you can, you can make it mellow. You can make it as fast. You can try stuff and you got your headphones on. Nobody's listening. You yeah. get lost in it. Yeah. And it becomes not only like a joy to do, but at the same time, it's like a practice. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can try different things. You can flub up. You can, pause in the middle of it it doesn't matter nobody's listening you're not yeah. recording and so you can kind of you can kind of lose yourself in it and then at the same time it's like you'll notice i'll notice about myself that if i do that for a while you know in, in a week or a month or something you actually start to improve yeah you know you, you start to you know if there's something you try and then a week later you've tried it a few times and all of a sudden it's like just flying off your fingers yeah you know? so that's That's a really good feeling, too. It's not only getting lost in it, but then seeing yourself kind of awesome. improve yeah. or 
kind of accomplish something that you were thinking about when you started it? Like, oh, it'd be cool if I could, you know, get this kind of riff really fast yeah. or whatever it might be. And sometimes it's not like um, you need a like a, some kind of U-turn sometimes. sometimes. Like you, you're trying to get somewhere and then you realize, oh, no, it's not working out that way. You know, I tried right. it, so I have to take it different. Right, exactly. Yeah, know. sure. Yeah, and that's Absolutely. like, that's how I feel about um, music or like the arts in general, because you, you just jump into something and then you just try. And some most of the times you actually don't succeed with an idea. So you have to like do little modifications here and there, adjustments. Yeah, exactly. So it's like this constant game of trial and error. That's how I feel it. Right. Yeah, you know? I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think that you can, you know, oftentimes I'll, I'll try to kind of, we might touch on this later too, but yeah. I try to kind of emulate other songs or other artists or something that, some particular thing that's inspired me, some sound, yeah. and you're trying to get to that sound. Maybe you're literally trying to copy it. Like, how are they getting yeah. that guitar tone and that yeah. bass tone and that electric piano? How are they getting all that together? What is it? Um, and so maybe you're trying to get to that sound, but then you are also using your own creativity mm -hmm. and something kind of sparks off of it, and then you're off in another direction that isn't exactly what you're trying to do. Yeah. It becomes your own then. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that you take something and then you make it your own. Yeah, it's almost, it's funny, it's almost inevitable that it happens like True. that. True. You know? I agree. I mean, you could like, buckle down and be like, I'm going to copy this note for mm -hmm. note, tonality for tonality, and really get in there and tweak until I find exactly, you know, all mm -hmm. the parts. To me, it, that would be kind of, what's the point? Yeah. I can already hear it. Yeah. But if I'm, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, if I'm it's inspired already there. by it, yeah. and I like, I want to get that groove, for instance, mm. uh, and part of the groove is the way that the electric piano is working off of the bass or whatever. Yeah. You know, you're going to try to find as close as you can to that, but then you're all, you know, if you're a creative person, you're, you're going to take it where, where it leads you anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're going to inevitably kind of make it your own. Yeah. That's true. <sighs> when it comes to creativity, like being creative... Do you have like favorite moments and like moments that are not so enjoyable in well, the creative process? Yeah, well, let me first say that the job that I have, I'm very fortunate to have. Mm. I'm the in-house composer for DL Music. Thank you for saying that. Right? <laughs> and I'm, I'm very fortunate to have that job obviously for many reasons one of the main reasons is i get to be creative for my work yeah which is great the other side of that is i need to be creative for my work mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah so there's a there's there's a little give and take there i get to be creative means meaning i can do what i want you know i i have projects and stuff like that but i can also kind of um explore yeah, because the the production music library has you know just as any genre you can think of. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm always trying to 
kind of anticipate what's needed for productions out there and kind of fill those holes that the library you know, either doesn't have or might need more of or that type of thing. So I'm able to be creative that way. Then there are also times when you're not feeling creative, mm-hmm. but you still need to be or try to be productive. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you attack those days? So what I do is I try to write every day. Yeah. Right. So I set off a time like generally in the afternoon, like after lunch, um, I say, you know, I'm going to open up Pro Tools and I'm just, I'm going to go. And sometimes I've got projects and that's another thing we can talk about. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just like, like I say, I'm going to try to kind of direct myself to go in a certain way. Like, you know, I'm going to write hip hop or I'm going to go for a country track or I'm going to go for an orchestral tension track yeah. or whatever. Uh, because I feel like, you know, that might be what's needed for the library right now or, you know, there's a general kind of request for certain kinds of things. I try to do it every day, mm-hmm. open up Pro Tools and try to be creative, try to write. And sometimes it works, sometimes it flows, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes it fights me. Yeah. You know? Uh, when it flows, it's great. Definitely. I would say most of the time it doesn't flow. It doesn't, yeah. Not, not that most of the time it's like I'm just feeling like completely like depleted yeah. and nothing's happening. It's not like that. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's kind of like on a spectrum where sometimes the ideas are just flowing out of your head. You have no idea where they're coming from and you're just hurrying to find the next, you know, yeah. sound. Oh, that's what I want. Yep. Go find it. Yep. That's it. And. Oh, perfect, you know, do it again just to get it right. Yeah, great. Go on to the next one. You know, you, sometimes you're moving so fast yeah. to crash Pro Tools because it's yeah. working. Yeah, I mean, you write every day, so that's different. Um, but I have those moments where I feel sometimes overwhelmed because I can't catch up. And then yes. I have to, like, stop my, you know, I have yep. to, okay, like, slow down. You know, yep. it's a little bit too much right now. Yep, like I'm the, with you. Yeah, the creative ideas. Like the ideas are coming too yeah, fast. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, I can't keep up with that right now. That happens too, and that's obviously a better place to be in than the alternative. <laughs> no, I'm not complaining at right? all. No, 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 I'm with you. But at the same yeah. time, it's like sometimes, yeah, sometimes I have to, uh, you have to just kind of stand up and back away from it because it's like too much. Yeah. You know? And that's okay too. I think, I think, um, a big part of composing is like think is thinking, yeah. sitting back and kind of, and even if it isn't like actively thinking, although it can be like that too, where you're listening to what you've just laid down and thinking about what's what needs to come next, mm. that can be part of it. Yeah, but it can also be just kind of like resting your brain for a second, yeah. looking out the window, you know, and then getting back into yeah. it. Uh, and that way, I think you can kind of reset, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and obviously, that's that's a great place to be is to, you know, have it flowing. The other part of it, when it's not flowing. Yeah. Uh, but you still, f- you know, I still feel like I need to be productive and I need to give mm-hmm. it a shot. Because honestly, sometimes when you're not feeling creative... You feel like giving it up, like, oh, forget it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to 
go yeah. home and forget. Today's not the day. I often find that if I can just kind of continue, just kind of push through it a little bit. Okay. Sometimes, oftentimes, something will lock and you'll be able to, you know, you'll be able to continue. You'll so, be able to find something, some so you, sound, some okay. lick, some something will inspire you. Um, is that like a process of trying to like knock on that wall until like brick after brick falls off and you, you know, it's like this. Yeah. Just yeah. That's cheap, a good way to put it. You just kind of, um, like just, yeah, just keep knocking at it. Keep it, like fortitude or just yeah. patience, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and if you need to, you get up and you take a walk and you get a drink of water and you, you know, do a little stretching or whatever it yeah. is you need to do. Yeah. And then you sit back down. Uh, and I mean, there's a bunch of different things you can do. You could play, you can listen, you know, things like that. Um, but I feel like, you know, oftentimes if you can kind of just keep chipping away at it, mm -hmm. then you can kind of relax into it and it'll start to flow again. You know, it's not necessarily going to be like this ray of light yeah. from heaven where like, like you were talking about yeah. where it's, you know, you got to go fast to keep up with what's going mm -hmm. on. I mean, those times are great, but most of the time it's like, you're just gonna, you're pushing through it. Okay. But then once you can break through sometimes, it'll, it'll ease up. Yeah. You know. Are those moments worth it? Oh, totally worth it. Because nice. I think that, I think that that's where, that's where I am most of the time is, you know, artists say they're in their practice, mm -hmm. right? They say that all the time. And so that's what it feels like. It's like I'm, I'm doing what I do. And I try to do it every day you know, around mm -hmm. the same time. And sometimes it fights you and sometimes it's flowing. And most of the time you're in that middle place where you're just, you're chugging through it, mm -hmm. you know. And that's all, that's all if you're just trying to be productive yeah. and trying to write. Like, it's a separate thing, like if I've got a project that has a deadline. Yeah, yeah. Then you yeah. just have to be on it, right? Well, that's a beautiful thing to me, a deadline. Okay. I love deadlines. Nice. Because, first of all, you've got, you know, you've got a set amount of time. You have to do it. Yeah. It's your job. Right? <laughs> it's my job. I've got to do it. Yeah. You know, my boss comes in and says, I've got this need. And, and then there's parameters. Parameters mm -hmm. are beautiful. It needs to be this long. It's this style of music. For example, a recent one came in where the the company has an old tv show mm. doesn't matter what it was but yeah. let's you know from the 60s back then and they've got a scene where they've got the characters watching like a spanish bullfight and the toreador comes into the bullring and they need a piece of music yeah. and it's going to be 30 seconds long say and they need it by you know today yeah. or tomorrow morning yeah. or something so you've got a set amount of hours And you know what you've got. You've got a 1960s TV show. You know it's going to be orchestral. You've got a, you know, so you've got a genre. You've got a vibe. It's going to be a toreador coming into a bull ring. Mm -hmm. So you immediately start to think, okay, I'm not going to be doing, you know, freestyle hip hop, hop <laughs> dance music, yeah. right? Yeah. It's completely out. So yeah. you're locked in. You're 
orchestral, you know, and then you start thinking, well, I'm going to use a trumpet for the lead, ba -ba -ba -da -da -da, you know, that type of thing. So then as, as the things constrict the deadline, the amount of time that you need to write the instrumentation, mm -hmm. you get very focused, you get very motivated because you don't want to screw up, mm -hmm. you want the boss to like you, you want the client to yep. be happy, you know, you, you want to do a good job. Yeah. And so within those strictures, you get the opportunity to kind of like push out into that, into the bull ring as it yeah. were. You've got a ring, you can push all the way out into that without having to worry about, well, I don't, I've got too many things to think about. Mm -hmm. No, you just, you lock it in. And then that for me can be a very creative space. Awesome. You know, having those, that fence as it were, kind of fencing you into certain things that allow you to kind of go wild within that. Yeah, I find that very interesting that you can like, I don't know, probably you trained so well in it. It's your day-to-day -day work, right? Yeah. That someone takes away like all your creative freedom in a way and like narrows it down like, okay, this is what it is. Go. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we talk about inspiration mm -hmm. and you talk about creativity. Yeah. And you talk about craft. Mm -hmm. And these are three very different things within what I do, which is composing. Um, inspiration is like, you know, you hear something or you see something and, and you're like emotionally involved and you can't wait to get to the keyboard mm -hmm. or the guitar or what have you and, and put those ideas down. And like, like you're saying earlier, you know, the stuff's just flowing. Yeah. And then there's creativity. There's like... You know, I, I want to be in a genre, and so I'm going to be creative, and I'm going to just play and see what comes out within mm -hmm. hip-hop, within country, within jazz, whatever it might be. And then there's craft, where you've got kind of these tools, and you use those tools to accomplish what you need to get done. I like that. You talked a little bit about it already but do you have certain routines triggers or you, you said like okay i'm gonna i said like uh, the afternoon mm. you know this is my my time where i have to write yeah. so i decided that that was my decision so so you you already like know okay now i'm in the creative space yeah right okay exactly you know i think about like writers mm. where you know they they set aside Like every day from mm -hmm. this time to that time, yeah. I'm going to write. And that's what I do. Okay. Every afternoon, I open up Pro Tools yeah. pretty much no matter what. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, if other things intervene, other things intervene as far as the job is concerned. But uh, every day I really try to open it up 2.30, you know, 2, 2.30 after lunch, whatever, and go until the end of the day. Yeah. And, uh, and I find that, you know, having stuck with that, once again, it's kind of that fence metaphor where yeah. you're, you're in this time and you see five o'clock coming and it's time to go. And, you know, if you've got a little groove on, then that time goes really fast. Yeah. <laughs> and you're trying to pack in as much yeah. productivity as you can in that time. Was it for you like a like a transition phase or something like that, like a testing phase? 
did you get inspired by someone else who like give you some recommendation how to be more productive how you can like um, utilize your creative abilities in a way or did you just come up um, naturally okay let's I pick that um, time during the day and I just do that kind of work well once again luckily I'm I'm in a position where I can have blocks of hours to to do that you know I'm very fortunate in mm -hmm. that case but um, I think anybody could probably carve out time to just make it that no matter what even if I'm just not feeling it yeah you know it, and believe me sometimes I'm just not feeling I it I believe you, you know? definitely but yeah. I just open up Pro Tools and you know I've got my templates up so you know I've got a piano that comes up or whatever and if anything I'm gonna just something you know and then maybe something will get sparked and that's the thing if if nothing's happening then the most important thing is to listen okay interesting yeah. listen to other music okay you know and i like to try to listen to everything hmm. so uh i go to the la phil every year i buy tickets nice and i go yeah uh and kind of doesn't really matter who it is like i saw rachmaninoff and stravinsky oh. on saturday mm. and that was great i, I and bet the previous <laughs> one was something i can't really even remember because it wasn't that great i mean okay the la feels always great yeah. but the music sometimes is meh yeah. but it doesn't really matter because you're there you're listening you're absorbing it you know and then if like i say if i'm not feeling it or whatever i'm gonna i'm gonna listen i'm gonna mm -hmm. try to listen so the example being the la phil like you know branch out listen to classical music and then i'll also listen to whatever pop stuff is going on yeah you know because not only is it good to know for my job because i gotta be kind of yep. on it but you know you can get something from anything oh yeah you know production value definitely sounds I mean, yeah the you know, sounds trends whatever. exactly yeah and and it may or may not be you know the voice of the singer yeah yeah but it could be anything like the the way the kick drum sounds exactly. the way the the bass line sounds the groove yeah you know yeah. and that'll kind of if not spark you in that moment it's almost like you kind of you're feeding money into the mm. bank yeah. you're kind of sitting it in there for a rainy day and it'll come out somehow yeah. some other time And I don't, I try not to limit myself as far as like the type of music, like I don't only listen to this, mm -hmm. you know, I listen to it all. Yeah. I may or may not like love it and enjoy it mm -hmm. and want to put the, you know, the iPod, put it on the iPod or on yeah. your phone and walk around yeah. listening to it. But nonetheless, I like listening to everything. Nice. So, you know, I, that's what I would say to creative people. If, you know, set aside some time yeah. and stick to it and even if you're just making yourself just sit in front of your pro tools your logic session or sit there with your guitar in your lap or whatever it is yeah just do it yeah and if you're just fighting it then listen you know mm -hmm. um or mess around with sounds in the computer or 
you know, just yeah. something every day. That's what I try to do every day, just something. Okay. And it often will spark something. Love it. When things don't go your way. That never happens. Huh? That never happens. It never happens. <laughs> But yeah. do you feel frustrated? Yeah, sure. Of course. Okay. Is the frustration feeding the hunger or is it like more putting you down? Is it more like, okay, next time I get it right or like, okay, this is um, a little obstacle here or challenge. I'm, maybe I need to try harder in a way. I think it can be all those things. Okay. You know, um, it's not, I mean, it can be frustrating, but, you know, if creativity isn't flowing or whatever, mm. but it's not discouraging. That's because, what I wanted to know, yeah. Because, you know, I'll talk to my wife on the phone. She'll mm -hmm. be like, how you doing? And I'll be like, it's fighting me today. Yeah. You know, and so it's fighting me. Yeah. So I try a little of this. I try a little of that. I listen to something and, and maybe I'm not productive that day. It's okay. Yeah. Tomorrow. Good. You know, come back tomorrow. You're going to be in a different place. You're going to feel different. You're going to be in a different emotional place. You're going to be in a different physical place. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow will be different. Yeah. And then you can listen that day and yeah. be inspired or, yeah. you know, you know, have something come to you like, oh, I think I'll try that or, yeah. you know. So, yeah, it can be frustrating but never discouraging. Awesome. It's just like you just – Let it go. Yeah. But come back. Okay. You know. Good that's point. Let's do. Just come back to it. Yeah. You know. I like. And I'll be in the middle of a piece, and it'll be fighting me, fighting me. Mm. I can't find the next line. I can't. Yeah. It's just nothing's working. But I just keep coming back to it. Awesome. And one of these days, it's like, oh, well, why didn't I hear that? Exactly. Oh, yeah. You right have here. to. Boom! There it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, then you're done. and you're like, why is that so hard? Yeah. It took a month yeah. to find that. Yeah. So it took a month. Big deal. Cool. What does silence do to you? Music is sound. What about silence? I like silence, for example. I do too. Yeah. It's very, yeah, it's a, it's a place of rest in a way. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, and peace. Yeah, I, to me it's like super important, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, as part of the writing process, I, I, I find it like just essential Like cool. at some point, you've got to just sit back and be quiet, mm -hmm. you know. Um, if anything, it's just kind of, it's just like a break from anything, mm -hmm. you know. But, of course, if it's music, you've got a lot of sound in there, especially if you're working on a track and you're playing it over and over mm -hmm. and over and over again. It's essential to just have that quiet. Even mm -hmm. if you're not thinking anything specific or working out a problem that you're trying to figure out in the track that you're writing or what have you for me it's always important just to kind of yeah sit back yeah and i'll often like use that kind of seeming silence to like work out an issue musically in my head like you know part of composing for me is You know, sitting and thinking about it, for lack mm -hmm. of a better word, like just kind of letting it kind of ruminate and percolate, even in that moment, I mean. So thoughts in your head, uh, also like visuals? Like when you, for example, you brought um, that example when you had to write the piece for one of your clients. Yeah. How does it look like, this image in your mind? And some people, you know, composers, they write 
scores for movies and right. you know and they look at right. and they're the looking picture. at the image yeah. as it occurs yeah yeah i've done that as well yeah you know and that honestly to me it's less like about the image itself and more about kind of the emotional subtext of what the image is Ooh. communicating right so if it's a if it's a movie or a, mm -hmm. a, a scene and I'm thinking, you know, I'm trying to write for that scene. Uh, it's it's going to be almost entirely the emotional subtext. I mean, is it tense? And is it tense in like a creepy, unsettling way? Or is it tense in like a, a bad vibe relational way? Or mm -hmm. is it, you know, is there some sort of deep sadness or longing? or And it might be somebody walking down the stairs, you know. But you know, you're going to try to find that emotional content and then try to translate that content mm -hmm. into music, that emotional yep. content into music. And then in that way, it becomes, like I was talking to you earlier, about craft. Yeah. So you could be inspired, but you also need to know, you know, if I play certain chords, they're going to produce certain emotional tonalities, as it were. Yeah. Like if the guy's coming down the stairs and you know this emotional subtext is that he's, you know, in grief yeah. or sad or what have you, you're not going to play a big C major, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so that's craft knowing that, well, you know, if I, if I have an A-flat minor here, uh. you know, and then I move to, you know, whatever, yeah. Yeah. you know, B major, and then I move to an E-flat minor, you're going to, you're going to produce a certain feeling. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think craft is super important. Awesome. One thing about silence, I think it's fascinating. When my dad um, had his band in the 60s and 70s mm -hmm. in Germany, um, they did like this Simon Garfunkel style, you know? Yeah, cool. Yeah, and they also like did a cover of uh, The Sound of Silence, of silence. Yeah. yeah, in German. So, and uh, when I was little, I just uh, asked my dad, yeah, what, what does it mean, the sound of silence? Right, sure. And then he said, well, the sound of silence is like the sound of all possibilities. Oh, wow. And I really like that. And That's I said, nice. okay, everything is possible. That's right. Yeah, and I, I really liked uh, what he said, yeah, those words. And that always, like, yeah, stuck with me. You know, I had a uh, piano teacher very briefly when I was like 17 or 18. Hmm. Can't even remember the dude's name. It was like, <laughs> I, I sat with him like twice or three times. But this guy was so influ influential. You talk about the sound of silence. This guy said to me for the first time, you know, uh, allowing me to think for the first time about kind of listening outside of just music. So he turned me on to, you know, some very influential Jazz. I mean, that was the first time I heard Miles Davis, and the okay. first time I heard uh, uh, Herbie Hancock, stuff like that, like seminal works. Okay. But then he also said, you know, listen to the outside world. Mm -hmm. Listen to the city. You know, when you're driving, when you're walking, when you're just sitting, listening. Because obviously in a city anywhere, actually, there's no such thing as like silence. No, there's a rhythm, right? Yeah, there's, there's some something beat. going on. Yeah. I mean, if we're quiet here, 
you know, yeah. there's stuff going exactly. on around us, yeah. right? And so it was a way to kind of like think differently or be inspired mm. or really it was about like really just concentrating on what it means to like listen. Yeah. You know, and really kind of get into details. Yeah. And know that, you know, you can listen and be inspired or thoughtful or, you know, pensive or, or whatever. Curious. Curious, sure. You know, about whatever sounds you're hearing, yeah. whether they're, you know, doors opening and closing or, yeah. you know, Rachmaninoff. Yeah. It would be all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. I'm not sure about this. Hopefully I, I'll get it right. But I think I think Ryan Tedder was sitting on a train and he was listening to um, the engine of the train. And then he came up with the beat for Rumors, Adele. I think that's, you know, you just listen. That wouldn't surprise me at all. No, me neither. Sure, jump, 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 exactly. Jump, yeah. Jump, jump, sure, yeah. yeah. Stuff yeah. like that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You can find inspiration everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. It's insane. That's the thing. I think it's about like being present. <clears throat> you know, people who meditate. Yeah. It's about um, kind of like being in that moment and concentrating and listening. And exactly. Feeling and just... Be aware, right? Awareness, yeah. And I think as a creative person, it's... You know, that's always beneficial to kind of just yeah. sit inside yourself and observe. Yeah. Observe. Yeah. You know? Nice. Yeah. Are there any goals or aspirations you're after when it comes to like being in a creative process? For me, for example, I think the greatest joy is like in that moment of creation when something comes out of nothing. And it's like, yeah. there it is like this relationship between you and the music and it comes from a place you did not know you yeah. weren't about it's just there it's all just of, there yeah. yeah those are my favorite moments and it's just me and the music in this moment it's for you yeah and um, then I when I go back or remind myself of those moments it's like yeah that's what it is about like everything else is just bonus but this like when you are in a place and you can create so much joy for yourself. Yeah. That's, I think that's, that's just mind blowing to me. That, yeah. yeah. And then when you can share it, like when you collaborate with someone and sure. that's even better, you know, then you have like a party, but, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. but, uh, those, those moments, I mean, or yeah, is it more I, like that? I you feel like, I feel like in those moments, it's like you lose yourself for a second. I mean, yeah. it almost sounds kind of cliched, right? But, but it's I don't that, care. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter because yeah, in that moment when you're, you know, locked in or mm -hmm. playing or you're coming up with something new, you're not thinking about yourself. You're not like... Exactly. My back hurts. Exactly. I got to pay that bill. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I, you know, that thing's coming up. It's all gone. Yeah. You know? And yeah, if you can grab that for just a minute and give yourself a break, yeah. you know? It's a real joy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you mentioned it. Like when you when you work on a on a project, like for a client, then it's more like following a mission in a way, right? You have to like please someone with your yeah. You gotta yeah. You gotta try to get yeah what you expect that they want. Yeah. 
And then you have like also uh, times where it's more organic, more free. Yeah. 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 Any preferences when it comes to that? Or probably it also depends on you know, daily I, mood or anything like that. Yeah. You know, it, I really love the, the deadline. Awesome. I really okay. love that. Okay. You know, it's like I say, it's like, yeah, it's a beautiful thing to, to be able to be creative, to have that time to kind of explore, mm -hmm. you know, I want to go here, I want to go there. But it's like we're just talking about like that kind of meditative experience where you're in it and you're not thinking about whatever other crap's going on. You're just in it. Yeah, and to me, like a deadline, a project, is like that. I That's like a trigger for you in a way. I guess you could say that. Yeah, yeah, because it it just it focuses, it hones in, and it pushes everything else off to the side. Like right now, and for the next, you know, X amount of mm -hmm. hours, five. I've got five hours to finish this track that needs to be thirty seconds long. Yeah. It needs to accomplish these things, and then then I've got to get it off to the client. Yeah, that just focuses you in to the exclusion of everything else and you just do it and because i have craft i don't have to sit back and let the muse like inspire me you know inspire me what do i want to write today no i've got i've got to do this thing and i've got to do it by this time and you know i'm going to think about it for a little while And then I'm going to just execute. And, Go. and then you it. put yourself into that kind of mental state where you're just like, okay, yeah. and I have to deliver yeah. now. Well, I have to perform or whatever. Yeah, you have to perform. Yeah. You have to deliver. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. You, ha you know, uh, it's my job. So I have a responsibility yeah. to the company, to myself as a, yeah, sure. as a, you know, as a creative person yeah. or as, as a person who's providing a, a product. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can't say, uh, it's, you know, not today. I'm not inspired today yeah. to write that track for you. Yeah. And then they're just like, okay, well, then we'll go to somebody else because somebody else will be inspired. <laughs> it's like, no, I got to do it, yeah. you know, and I'm going to do it. Okay. You know, and that's a beautiful place to be because, like I say, everything else just goes away and boom, you're yeah. concentrating on that thing. Yeah, yeah. What role does productivity play when it comes to creativity and vice versa? Yeah, we kind of touched on that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's important to try to be productive. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like I say, you, you got to give yourself a break. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't slave drive yourself because part of being, like, aside from the, you know, If I have a project and a client needs it, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. But then to be like, to be creative, to be kind of, uh, to kind of explore wherever you want to go, it's a little more loose like that. Mm -hmm. But I still think it's important to have those strictures, to have that fence to kind of play within. Mm -hmm. So whether it's I've got, I'm giving myself, you know, this time in the afternoon, mm -hmm. Or whether I'm saying, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm gonna do this genre, and I'm gonna do it with these instruments. I, you know, you kind of make mm -hmm. you make yourself kind of rules. I'll make myself like I'm gonna stick with whatever electric piano, 
or acoustic piano and acoustic guitar and hand percussion go. Yeah. So that you're not like, well, I've got a million different things, especially this day and age. Yeah. You, you got, you know, as a Five million plug-ins. Yeah. yeah, as a piano player with Pro Tools or whatever, yeah. whatever you've got, you've got access to every sound on earth. Yeah. And 99% of them sound great. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that can be like overwhelming. Yeah. So, you know, I'll say I'm going to do this genre or, you know, and I'm going to choose, you know, okay. this. And then that's not to say that you don't expand outside that, but it's a good kind of like mental place to be okay. for me to kind of like give myself parameters once again. Yeah. You know? Too free is like you can be just overwhelmed, like I don't know what even plug in to open up or whatever. You know, just stick to one plug in or stick to one style of music. Yeah. Okay. You know. What I just want to talk about is like creativity has a little bit this understanding that it has to be free. You know, you have you can't have like the structure and order, like a routine kind of thing. You know, like you have to be like free in a way. And um, for me, for example, routines really help in order to be productive. So I follow certain routines in order to get like my mind to a place. Yeah. And now I can be productive. Exactly. Yeah. But in a creative way. Yes. And that's um, maybe that's like a little bit this... um, this battle of understanding of how creativity works in a way, because I, I really function the best when I have structure in a way. I agree. That's okay. exactly my point. Okay. Yeah. And that's, that's where I want to go instead of like, okay, let's get up and see how the day feels. Is it a creative right. day today? Right. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. Then you could easily say to yourself, no, it's not a creative day. It's a day to lay on my butt and not do exactly. anything. Because I yeah. think that we kind of, we kind of tend to kind of mm-hmm. go toward that kind of a feeling of, like, well, like, oh, I'm not going to fight. A way it. of least resistance. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so it's, it's much easier to do that mm-hmm. than it is to say every day from yeah. two to five, I'm going to open up. Pro Tools, or I'm going to pick up the guitar and pick up my notepad, whatever it is that you mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Uh, in my case, I compose all different stuff, so it's always opening up Pro Tools. And I'm going to make myself do it every day. And it's not even, it's not even like making myself. Oh, you created those habits. It's just like part of... It's a of, habit. Yeah. It's like, that's what I do. Yeah. That's, you know? Yeah. 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 That's badass. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's cool that way because then you know it's coming up. Yeah. You can look forward to it. And then you can also say there's a limit to it. Mm-hmm. And that's great too because I can't be creative 24-7. Sure. I got to go home. Yeah, yeah. I got to hang out with my wife. Yeah, and the tank is empty at some point. Exactly. You got to yeah. refill, yeah. you got to kick back, you got to yeah. watch TV, you know, whatever yeah. it is. You got to eat dinner, you yeah. got to have a conversation with somebody, you got to go out, you got to have fun, you got to yeah. do other things yeah. too. But for me, like inside, I have to write. I, I have to, yeah. you know. Uh, and what's nice is if you can get yourself in the habit of this time to that time, then you can look forward to it, you can be free. Yeah. You know, you're talking about being free creatively. Yeah. Be free within that time. Yeah. 
Yeah, and th- then once that's, you know, once that time's over, then you can do other things and you know I can come back to this later. Did it take a while to, like, um, to get into, like, create that habit? Because I think um, science says it takes, like, 60-plus days to create new habits. I mean, you, you're doing it, like, for such a long time. But if you can, I don't know, go back to a time where you're like, eh, yeah, it's a I little mean, bit. Once again, it's like um, I'm very fortunate that I have mm-hmm. this gig, you know, and so I can, I ha- I can carve out that time. Mm-hmm. And the time can be productive, and it has, it has a goal, you know. I take these tracks, and I'm going to put them into the library, and they're going to hopefully be used by production companies yeah. that then, you know, generate yeah. revenue. Yeah. That's the whole idea, you know. So to have that, you know, that opportunity to be able to be creative every day is great. If, if you've got a gig that doesn't allow you to do that every day, then then you have to try to find it some other way. And that it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy because to be creative, you've got you to feel comfortable. Yeah, it's you like... You can't be physically uncomfortable or emotionally racked with something and then, okay, shut all that off and go have fun playing the guitar, working on a song. Yeah, yeah, you, you have to like... It's tough. Yeah, I think um, if you're distracted by negative thinking, for example, something bothers you, I don't know, you... Sure. You had a car accident and now you're like, oh, shit, my insurance and all that right, stuff. Exactly. If you like keep that in your mind, creativity might flow a little bit, I don't know, it's rocky. Yeah. So um, that's why it's so important to be, you know, to get this out of the way, you know, that you're like in a, in a mental state where, where thoughts don't drain you. Intrude. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But at the same time, it's like you can't wait for for the Ex- thoughts to not intrude. And that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's what I think it's so great that you have like those habits yeah. figured out because yeah, exactly. you don't need to force it. Like, right. you know, you you did it already. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's just, it's it's part of like taking care of yourself. Yeah. Like, so if you know, and it doesn't have to be three hours a day. No. You know, you could be a half an hour. Yeah. And... It could be you know, whatever, whatever works for you. When mm-hmm. you get up in the morning, not me, you know, <laughs> but half an hour before you go to bed at night, half an hour after you come home from mm-hmm. work, yeah. after after you eat and you're relaxed for a minute and everything's kind of in a settled place, you got to just find that space and and just let it be, let it be that space where you can either be creative or you can just sit with your instrument, or you can listen to something and play along with it, and maybe you know, put something in the tank for later, or yeah. whatever it might be. But if you can carve out that space, super important. Okay. And then you can have those thoughts intruding if you want or not, you know. Yeah. And maybe you can get away from them for a minute, but at least that's your space. Yeah, I like it. After all this time. Why still music? Of course, you have a job. <laughs> right, once again, super yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fortunate to have yeah. a creative position. But I'm pretty sure you would s- still play, right? Even though... Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you can't really explain it. There's like just a draw. Mm-hmm. There's like a draw to it. Yeah. 
And even though I've got, you know, time set aside, you know, in the afternoon where this is what I do, um, other times I'll still feel that draw sometimes, like, oh, gosh, yeah, you know, an idea, or yeah. uh, you hear some other track, or a movie score, mm -hmm. or you go to the L.A. Phil, or, you know, whatever it might be, or you're listening to the rhythm of the city, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. They'll, there's still that draw, so it's like, it's inexplicable, it's just, it's either in there, and you're drawn to it, or you're not, and so you're drawn to something else, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. True. Um, what about collaborations? What does collaborating mean to you? Collaborating is cool mm. because it's kind of like that we were talking about that um, having a deadline mm -hmm. you know, where I've got, I've got to do something for a client and it's got to be done by now. Yeah. And you've got to put your best foot forward mm -hmm. because you're putting, you know, not only is a company being put out there through me, it's me. It's got my yeah, name on yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you know. So I'm going to try to do as good a job as I can within that time frame. And I feel like that with collaboration, too. There's like a pressure, you know, like if I'm working with you, yeah. if I'm working with, you know, Dave, if I'm working with, you know, some of my other mm -hmm. friends or whatever, there's, there's like a good pressure to get it done, get it done to a quality mm -hmm. so that, You know, on a very base level, so that you're, I hope they like it. Yeah. You know, I hope they're impressed yeah. with my cool piano playing ability yeah. or my cool ideas that I've come up with for this string arrangement yeah. or yeah. whatever it might be, right? So there's that kind of a, those strictures again, like trying to, you know, do a good job, trying to do it in the time allotted, you know. Um, and then there's also a cool kind of comp competition competitiveness okay too, yeah that, they, they it is right there is yeah. right yeah of course yeah, in and a that's way. great yeah why But not no i as think it's healthy it's not, yeah yeah as long as it's not the predominant thing like i'm going to show this guy that i'm a badass and he sucks yeah the, the only thing is of course there's a little bit ego involved of course of when course. you're competitive but uh, i think it's the same how i see it it's like if someone performs better then i'm like damn congrats You know, I feel inspired. Greed is just wrong in a way. You know, like when you're too greedy. H hunger is good, I think. Yeah. You know, that's the difference between greed and ambition. Uh, yeah. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just I just know when I'm collaborating with someone, uh, I'm, I'm aware of what can I bring to the table. Sure. I learned to accept my weaknesses and learned how to work with them. I embrace them in a way, and I'm like, okay, this is what I can do, and this is what I can't. Right. So, and I'm and fine that's okay with it. Yeah. Because you can't do everything. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. It's it's always good to know. It's always good to know who you're better than. Mm-hmm. But it's also good to know who's better than you. Exactly. And that's the thing. Yeah. There's always going to be somebody better than you. There's oh yeah, always going to be somebody yeah, better yeah. than me. You know, there's going to be a lot of people better, than me, <laughs> right? Whether it's piano playing ability yeah. or composing or whatever, but you can't let that, you know, you can't let any one thing like bring you down or push you down or yeah. hold you back, yeah. right? Because, like I said, you got to know who you're better than. Mm -hmm. So if you're better, you know, if you know that this guy over here or these people over there are better than you, okay, 
that'll make you better. But you know what? You're also better than other people too. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And there are people who are better than the people who are better yeah. than you, yeah. and they f- are in that same position. Yeah. And if you're collaborating and you're working with somebody who's better than you, you're gonna get better. Exactly. Yeah. Because because of that competition, uh-huh. because of that, you want to learning, yeah. growing, right? Yeah, and you want to feel like you're contributing, and you want to feel like you know this is what I've got that I can bring to mm-hmm. this that maybe they can't or yeah. you know they haven't take. thought about it exactly. Yeah. And so yeah, to collaborate is really good. Yeah, you know, I need to do it more. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is, um, of course, it's with everything it has to be a good match. Like when I when you don't agree. yeah when you don't get along, you I know. completely agree. Yeah. And that and many times I've been in that position mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, let's write something together. You play and I play. And mm-hmm. You get together and it just it just doesn't work. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, if it ain't gonna work, it ain't gonna work. And then there's other times where you go, you know what I was thinking? Maybe if you did that, and then the person goes like this, and it's exactly what you were thinking, yeah. and you're just like almost like unconsciously communicating. Yeah, that's awesome. I agree. Yeah. And so you really want to glom onto that as <laughs> yeah. much as possible. Yeah. yeah. I think making music is just so much fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Besides music, what uh, what else are you interested in? I love art. Like painting, sculptures, anything? Or yeah. Is, okay. Especially painting. Okay. Um, just like a total art nerd. Damn. So I'm always going to museums and galleries and Reading, oh wow! Okay. Know, do a lot. I read a lot. Okay. And uh, you know, some I'm, I'm definitely passionate about art and reading and reading about art and looking okay. at art. You know, you know, if I go on a trip, it's like art centric. You know, where are we gonna go? What are we gonna see? You love you know? creativity, man. Yeah, art history. Nice. The 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 characters that have created art or written about art or you know been the subject of art. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially painting. Just love it. Drives me nuts. Certain structures, colors, anything? Well, I mean, it's pretty broad. Mm-hmm. Um, I love abstract art. Okay. And I'm right now I'm kind of obsessed with the abstract expressionists from back in the you know 40s, 50s, 60s. Oh, wow. And been doing a lot of reading about those guys. Okay. You know, just getting into that. Love it. Would you consider trying it yourself? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I've dabbled okay, in it, okay. and I'm absolutely talentless. Who gives absolutely, a shit? <laughs> you know. But, but you know, if you just keep practicing, you get better, right? Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. You're going to get better to whatever degree. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Me, I, you know, I don't know how much better I could get it. But no. Uh, but honestly, the that part of it is more about, it's more about kind of like understanding more about the thing that I love, you know, if I love looking at painting and I can then, you know, try it myself, I get more of an appreciation, more of an in-depth first-hand knowledge of what it takes Mm -hmm. for these really talented people to do it, you know. And you can apply that to music too. Yeah, I I really like that you're saying that. I think that's... that's, that's, uh... And that's the thing, you're going to get something... You're gonna get something out of it. Mm. If, like I said, like before, if you know we're talking about listening, you're gonna listen to jazz or something. Yeah, Let's yeah. say it's something you don't play yeah. or country or yeah. whatever. 
you could still kind of give it a shot. Yeah. And then if you give it a shot, you know, you watch a YouTube video, you listen to something and try to emulate mm. it on the guitar or on the piano, you're going to learn something about it. You're going to appreciate it more. Yeah. And when you hear it again, you're not going to necessarily just dismiss it as, well, jazz is mm -hmm. it's too complicated to mm -hmm. listen to. I don't want to listen to it. But if you learn a little bit about it, if you try it a little bit, you're going to broaden not only how you play or approach music, you're going to be able to appreciate yep. listening to other stuff you know, with a little bit more experience in it, a little bit more knowledge. That's the same thing with you know, painting. If I'm just, you know, if I'm trying dabbing <laughs> paint on a canvas, I realize, wow, you know, th these abstract images, this takes a lot of talent. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, you think you can just... Oh, my kid could do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, he can't no, do that. No. <laughs> well, maybe he can. And if he can, yeah. Yeah. you're going to make a million dollars years from now. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Who or what inspires and motivates you in general? Things that are, make you get up in, in the morning and say, right. yeah. Well, if I can take this opportunity to talk about my awesome wife, I absolutely do. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> uh, I mean, my wife is fantastic. Mm. Um, and what's what's awesome about the myriad things that are awesome about her mm -hmm. is that the relationship we have is one where we communicate, we talk. Nice, you know. She's not a musician, mm -hmm. but she's got a very good ear. Yeah, she's you know? a really good listener. Huh? Yeah, she's a mm -hmm. good listener. That makes mm -hmm. sense. She's yeah. a psychologist, right? Exactly. But I mean, she's got an actual musical ear, even though she isn't doesn't play an instrument. Yeah, you know, per se. Uh, but she's got a she's got a great a great way of listening, and that extends to being able to you know talk about art, music, yeah. that type of thing, to explore those ideas, and so I can feel kind of an an, uh, an openness to expressing myself in you know a bunch of different ways, and that allows me kind of that that creative open feeling that open you know th there's nothing restricting me i don't have to i don't have to hold something back from her you know she can talk to me about music without knowing you know mm -hmm. what a c major scale is or how mm -hmm. to play a piano or something yeah. she can talk to me about those those things in a in, a, in an open creative you know kind of exploratory way damn That's beauty. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, especially for people who do creative work. I don't know. Like we talked about painting and music or authors or, right. uh, you know, anything. This is all very personal. Of course, you need resilience and having like a partner in your life. You can share that. You can be like your true self in a way and yeah. like and share your your passion with that person. Yeah. Because that's the person you want to talk to. Like, yeah, amazing day. Exactly. You know, right. listen to what just happened. You know? Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think it's super important to have yeah. people like that in your life. Th yeah, that's how you can flourish, you know, you can Exactly. Because yeah, you gotta be thrive. able to you gotta be able to kinda open yourself up mm -hmm. to having somebody else know you mm -hmm. and be able to kind of express yourself however you want to and ex have them accept you and mm -hmm. you know, like my wife when I'll say, you know, hey, you want to listen to Some yeah. of the new stuff I've been working on. And she's always like, yeah. And that's a great feeling. 
you know, it's a great feeling to have somebody that will allow you to kind of be who you are and be accepting of it. Not only just accepting of it, but interested in it. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. super important. So the environment is extremely important in order... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, once again, it's like that it's like that fence feeling. Okay. You know, it's like that restrictive, that isn't restriction. It's like freedom within a place. So I know that, I know that uh, when I'm at home with my wife, she's on my side. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're on each other's <laughs> side. Yeah. I'm interested in what she is doing and who she is, and she's interested in me mm. and what I'm doing. And so I can feel comfortable within that relationship to be like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go play. I'm going to go record. I'm going to go yeah. compose. And she's going to be like, great, go. Yeah, awesome. I'll be interested to hear what you do when you come back. And it's really nice to, to be able to have that. I bet. That kind of security, I guess. Yeah. Of knowing, like, she's going to do her thing. I can do my thing. Yeah. And we come back together. And there's going to be mutual interest and sharing. And, you know. Love it. Love, Love it. it. When you feel inspired to do music... Is there like um, a desire to give inspiration back somehow, inspire others in return? Like what I'm referring to is more when I fell in love with my favorite songs, my favorite bands, it created so much joy and love within me, inside of me, so that I felt inspired to like pick up the guitar and start making music with sure. my brother, with my friends and just go out there. And then when you get to a certain level, and create something other people like and then you create that same joy and love in someone else and that person might be inspired by that too you have the ability to create that joy and love within you yourself and that's like we talked about those moments when you just ugh, in yourself just, for yourself yeah and that's yeah. insane to me that's mind-blowing and i'm yeah. so freaking grateful for like hanging in there and just yeah. keep making music right. because it fulfills you so freaking much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to be able to do that would be, that would be awesome to be able to inspire somebody else. Yeah. And then, you know, it's obviously, you know, you write something, you think, oh, it's great. You know, yeah. I like it. Yeah. But, But it's also, of course, super important to have someone else kind of validate those feelings. Yeah. You know, that's what I was talking about with my wife. Mm -hmm. It's like, she's going to listen. She's going to, she's a fan, you know? Yeah, that's and awesome. So I get that yeah. feedback. And yeah, to be able to do that with a complete stranger, to have somebody else out there listen to that and be like, wow, that's cool. You know, that makes me feel good. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I would love to do that, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and hopefully... Yeah. Hopefully I do, and hopefully I can, and that's not my main focus, yeah. you know? It's less about trying to, like, be something to somebody mm -hmm. else. What I um, was thinking about, like, when, when Charlie was the kid that came in here, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and you showed him different things and explained him, like, how you work, how, how this whole composing thing is, yeah. like, that gig, create a little spark here and there. You know, like being that kind of inspiration. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I liked that. Um, there was Charlie. There was a guy before him. Yeah. Cole, and uh, you know, there, there's been other 
people that have come in through here like that. Yeah. It, it feels good to be generative. You yeah. Know, to to kind of give back. I bet. Bit, you know, because um, I'm at a place where I can kind of do that now, as opposed to like you know you're clawing yeah, and yeah. trying to get wherever you need to go. Then there comes a time when you can kind of like sit back a little bit and you can kind of give a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I find that to be, it's, it's satisfying. Yeah. And on top of that, it, you can really learn, you know, oh, I yeah. probably heard it said like you teach, you learn. Yeah. 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 You, you learn way more when you teach. Right. I, I really feel like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's true. And, and then once again, it's that feeling of like that deadline, that pressure of like, if somebody says, what's a compressor? Yeah. You gotta know what it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? and so you gotta go. What is it? What does it do? How do you use it? You know, yeah. and it's like some things you don't really, you know, you use compressors all the time if you're recording, but you don't really like think about how you would lecture about yeah, it, yeah. you know, how you would explain yeah. what it does or whatever, and so it really takes you into a deeper level to teach somebody, kind of share stuff, um, and it gives you that kind of push, that kind of pressure. Which is good. All right. Yeah, this is the end. Is there anything else you would like to share or talk about? Anything we didn't cover? Nope. I've talked your ear off. Awesome. Um, Hal, thank you so much. You're very you know, welcome. For being a part of this, uh, for making music with me. Yeah, my yeah, pleasure. For collaborating, for teaching me. Thanks for your creativity. Thank you for your inspiration. And keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Johannes. Thank you. From the heart, thank you so much for tuning in and trusting me with your time. Don't forget to share your creative heart with the world. Please, inspire us. Be creative. Think critically. And thrive on creativity.